Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, November 28th. U.S. equity futures are getting hit this morning. So you have S&P futures up 36 points. That's 90 basis points. NASDAQ futures are lagging. They're off 130 points, which is about 1.1%. And then Dow futures are outperforming down 210 points, which is about 60 basis points. So down 60 to 120 basis points for U.S. equity futures. The major European indices are trading off about 90 to 100 basis points overall. Pretty broad selling in Europe. Um, basic resources, tech, and energy are lagging. And then you're seeing modest outperformance in consumer staples and healthcare. And then Asia was generally a sea of red, although the major indices did finish um, off their lows by a decent amount. So the Hang Seng fell um, only 1.5%. It was down a lot more when um, that market first opened last night. So the China unrest is dominating the macro narrative this morning. Um, you know, you saw instances of unrest spread throughout several major cities in China in response to COVID policies. Um, you have seen some easing of COVID policies in response to that in the last 36 hours or so, um, including in Beijing, where the government came out today and they said that they would, they vowed to limit the um, impact of their COVID policies on the economy and on society. Um, you know, I think if you just take a step back, looking over, you know, looking back over the last month or so, you have seen China come out and um, make tweaks to its COVID policy as it looks to, as it as it places a higher regard on the needs of the economy as it, as it tries to clamp down on cases. And I think this, um, you know, the instances of unrest will accelerate that process going forward. I think you're going to see China continue to act in a way that is much less draconian than before. Um, as it looks to balance public health with with the economy, um, you know, I think increasingly the approach to COVID in China is um, is absurd. I think the government appreciates that, um, and they're and they're clearly seeing a response um, from citizens throughout the country. So, you know, I've been bullish on China. I remain bullish on China. Um, looking out over the coming months, I don't think necessarily you need to jump in at these levels. But again, I think you're seeing some critical policy changes from the government on not just COVID, but on property, on technology regulation front. Um, and all of that will translate into um, improved price action for equities, again, looking out over, over the next year or so. Um, so that's clearly the major macro theme for this morning that's weighing on sentiment globally. Otherwise, there's not too much else to talk about. Um, U.S. holiday shopping season kicked off. You know, you have an unnecessary amount of analyses on what happened over the weekend on Thursday sales, Friday sales, Saturday sales. Um, you know, I think so far things are trending about in line with expectations. You're seeing growth on uh, a nominal basis, I think on a real basis. So, um, you know, spending is at best probably flat, depending on which metric you look at, um, if not down once you factor in inflation. Um, you know, a lot of reports about aggressive discounting, which most people knew was going to happen given, um, you know, the bloated inventory levels. But obviously, it's still very early in the season, so we'll have to see how it plays out. Um, no crucially economic numbers out this morning. No big central banker headlines um, and company-specific news is relatively minimal, although you do have a lot of Apple noise um, just re- as it relates to what's happening in China. And their, um, you know, the high-end iPhone production levels are, are certainly running below plan, um, just given um, you know, what's happening with that giant uh, Foxconn plant in China. For the calendar this week, there are, are several crucial events. This is going to be a, a very important week, you know, perhaps one of the last major weeks of the year. 
Um, you know, so just running through some of the big headlines on this all happens on Wednesday. You have China MBS PMI, Eurozone CPI, US JILTS report, and then Powell will be speaking at a Brookings Institute event. That's all on Wednesday. On you get the US PCE on Thursday, and then you have the jobs report on Friday, and then on Saturday um, over the weekend you have an OPEC Plus meeting. Um, where they'll be looking at the production levels. And then just uh, incidentally, you have oil prices hitting the lowest level since January as we speak right now, given um, you know ongoing concerns about the state of global consumption. We also have several earnings reports this week. You also have a ton of sell-side conferences. So you're going to be getting a lot of updates from companies. Um, you know, it's not, we're, we're not too far out from earnings season, so I doubt you're going to see kind of dramatic shifts from a lot of firms, but definitely investors will be listening very closely to see what these companies, um, you know, to see if there's been any dramatic shift from the the Q3 earnings season in uh, mid-October. For today, specifically, there isn't much, although you do get remarks from Lagarde, the head of the ECB at 9 a.m., and then you have two Fed officials both speaking at noon, including Williams and Bullard at separate events. Um, As far as the broader tape is concerned, I think you... You're going to have further um, upside on treasuries, further downside on treasury yields. So 10-year treasury yields are at 3.66% right now. Um, you know, Assuming the data unfolds the way I think it will, I think you're going to see further weakness in real growth and inflation. You, know, you, could, be, you could see 3.5% on the 10-year yield um, you know, by the end of this week, just given all the big macro events that are coming. Um, you know, I think obviously lower yields are positive for equities or positive for multiples. You may see a little bit more of a squeeze on the upside for the S&P. But in general, I think that um, the market's already assuming a very healthy multiple. So I, I don't think there's really a whole lot of upside. I think you're kind of picking up pennies in front of steamrollers at this point in time for the broader index. Um, you know, so at best, I'm, I'm neutral, if not, um, you know, more negative in the near term, just given that I think the focus will shift from lower yields and a slower Fed tightening pace to the deteriorating outlook for growth and earnings. Um, And that is everything for today, Monday, November 28th. Thank you for listening.